Well, we've just got a handful of days before the November 8th general midterm election and a lot for voters to consider everything from the Amendment 1, uh, codifying collective bargaining in the Illinois Constitution, to who's going to be the next governor, attorney general, secretary of state, uh, treasurer, and so on. Uh, but there's also state house races. Each office is up for consideration because of the new legislative maps that were produced after the 10-year census. So you've got votes for senator and state representative all across the state. Now, uh, some races here locally, um, I know my state senator is not being challenged. Uh, my state rep uh, candidate is not being challenged. So I don't really have a choice there. I do have a choice in the 13th Congressional District, uh, so that's uh, that's an interesting race. Uh, but uh, one of the things that we wanted to get to the bottom of uh, heading into the election is where some of the candidates are standing on the issue of COVID-19 vaccine mandates for kids. This after, of course, the U.S. CDC uh, made a recommendation to add the COVID-19 vaccine to the list of inoculations for the 2023 schedule for youth. And this schedule, it's not a mandate on schools, but states across the country do take that schedule from the CDC and they lay it over onto their policies as mandates. And interesting also is states differ on whether or not they have certain exemptions for COVID, not COVID, but just mandates of uh, vaccines in general. And uh, are we going to see this play out across the country where, uh, you know, you have uh, states taking the CDC's recommendation and uh, making it mandatory for kids to get the COVID-19 vaccine before going to a school? Uh, Illinois does have some exemptions, uh, religious exemption and medical exemption. Other states have philosophical exemptions, but even other states are removing the religious exemption. So there's some concerns there, but that's, you know, again, for the entirety of all the different vaccines that there may be required already for kids to go to school. Now, the thinking is that you could see the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for school kids because of the CDC's actions here. Um, and we we had to uh, try to get a question into Governor J.B. Pritzker when he was uh, staying up in the Chicagoland area. Uh, and a reporter uh, did ask that question, Amy Jacobson uh, from WIND AM 560 out of Chicago. Uh, she did pose the question to Governor J.B. Pritzker as to whether or not he's going to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine. We heard this last week, but uh, in case you missed that, uh, again, here's the governor talking about uh, COVID-19 vaccine mandates. During that, that's something that goes through the General Assembly. All of the vaccination requirements are uh, heard by the General Assembly and decided upon by the General Assembly. Uh, and so it's obviously something we're listening to doctors uh, about and making sure we're making the right decisions, but at this point, not required. I'm sorry, what? I think we should follow the scientists and doctors. That's what I've been doing all along. Make sure that we're doing the right thing here. You know, the CDC has made a recommendation. That's true. Uh, but, I, you know, this is a process that we need to consider. Obviously, all across the state, uh, we have representatives who want to be heard on this subject. I think it's appropriate. So uh, as you're talking to uh, representatives or candidates, uh, maybe that's a question you want to ask them how they feel about this. Well, the governor did visit with uh, a uh, several members of of uh, Congress that are running or members that are looking to uh, get reelected to the Illinois State House. Uh, he visited with them at uh, Illinois State University in Bloomington Normal earlier this week. Uh, and one of those uh, individuals he was campaigning with was Peoria State Senator uh, 
Dave Kaler, who's a Democrat. Uh, and he uh, was asked uh, by one of my colleagues about uh, uh, where he stands on uh, COVID-19 vaccine mandates for school kids. And Kaler said that uh, he doesn't want to see it mandated, but... Yes, I think that it, it ought to be available and the schools ought to, ought to push it, you know, especially as, if we see any kind of increases uh, you know, going on within you know, this, this winter here. So, uh, again, that's uh, Dave Kaler saying that he doesn't want it mandated, but he does want schools to have it available and to push it. Uh, he has a Republican opponent, uh, Desi Anderson, uh, and uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, what uh, that, that Republican opponent has to say. We'll try to get that for you. But uh, down here in the Springfield area, uh, Republican Lisa Smith, she joined me yesterday on WMAY uh, to talk about a variety of things. Of course, she, she talked about crime and education, but I also asked her about uh, COVID-19 vaccine mandates for kids. Uh, and she shared her thoughts about um, where she's at on that particular issue, uh, especially as somebody who works in uh, medicine. Okay, so this is the area that I practice in. You know, I do pediatrics and I see kids and I've done primary care and pediatrics for many, many years. And I am not an anti-vaxxer. I um, I put. I always recommended vaccines for kids for school and uh, against the, the diseases we know are very dangerous for children and that they and that kill children, um, and we have those vaccines out there and kids get them and you know everything's been good. We have a we have a shot that is out there right now that um, I need to when I'm looking at the research and I do do research on this. I mean I've looked at the the research on the vaccine, the adverse reactions to the vaccine, the data that shows if this virus is hurting children. And when I see all the data, I do not see a reason to be mandating um, a shot that neither prevents illness or um, transmission of a disease. And uh, in most cases with healthy children does not even hurt the if you if you do get the disease it doesn't even hurt you or you have no symptoms at all uh, this is why I and I feel that parents have the right to refuse um, you know vaccines for their children and they are they are the person that needs to be in charge of this they need the facts they need to know um, you know the true facts about what is going on with this and children and then make a decision on their own government has no place um, telling people they have to have a vaccine if they have um, issues against taking it. So does does your stance go for just the the potential of a covid-19 vaccine mandates or is that for all vaccines? Because uh, there is a list of vaccines that in every year at the beginning of school, we hear about hundreds of Springfield District 186 students who can't go to school because they don't have the mandatory vaccines. Well, so there is a there is a form you can fill out to be, um, you know, so that you don't you don't have to take it. And there's religious exemptions. There's other reasons you can you can say, you know, I, I don't want my child to have this vaccine. And I was, those are honored. Um, what I'm seeing is a push to um, even have uh, eliminating the the um, exemption rule for religious. I mean, there is something out there right now that is saying we want to take away the religious exemption so that parents have no right to say uh, my child, uh, I don't want my child to have this vaccine. That is totally against our freedoms in this country, and we should not be allowing that. If you don't want your child to have something, I think we should honor that.
So, again, that's uh, Lisa Smith. We talked with her yesterday uh, and uh, just giving you kind of a sampling of sorts of the uh, the different things that people are saying uh, vying for state house office. Now, we heard Dave Kaler. He said that uh, he doesn't want it mandated, but he wants it available at schools and also for schools to push it. Um, and uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker saying it is up to the legislature. Uh, but Lisa Smith is not in the legislature. She's vying for a seat that's held by Sue Shearer. Uh, Democrat uh, from Decatur, and I did reach out to Sue Shearer's campaign to conduct an interview and just haven't heard back. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, but other vaccine uh, headlines here, uh, especially when you consider that here in Illinois, uh, while Governor J.B. Pritzker says it's going to be up to the legislature to mandate vaccines for school kids, he did take it upon himself to mandate COVID-19 vaccines for uh, college students, college staff, and K-12 through staff. And uh, some of those have been lifted, uh, but he still has mandates in place for uh, state workers who work in congregate settings like the prisons. And uh, there's a, a pretty vibrant community on uh, social networking that uh, is sharing their concerns about uh, being mandated to take this vaccine as a condition of employment. Uh, but you're seeing elsewhere... Uh, here's a headline for you. New York City firefighters, police and teachers ask Supreme Court to halt the vaccine mandate. So here's uh, here's this story it says New York City firefighters, police officers and other government employees who were fired after the city refused their request to be exempted on religious grounds from the covid-19 vaccine mandate filed an emergency application with the Supreme Court late this week, uh, earlier this week, asking for the uh, the mandate to be halted, saying that it's unfair that vaccinated adults, entertainers, and athletes were exempted from the mandate, while other unvaccinated workers were forced into compliance and were fired if they refused the jab. Uh, it's according to the senior counsel for the Alliance Defending Freedom uh, in that particular case. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the uh, Supreme Court does with this particular case as well. Uh, Supreme Court threw out a major federal vaccine mandate back in January, if you remember that. It was interesting to see how this all progressed because at first it was... You know, uh, New York City's mayor eating cheeseburgers and French fries, talking about vaccination, mm-hmm. vaccination, uh, and then all of the you know donut shops were giving away free donuts for. Uh, people who were uh, showing their vaccine card. And then uh, all of a sudden we had uh, vaccine passports implemented. And all of a sudden it started becoming mandated for people to keep their jobs. And people had to test weekly if they wanted to keep teaching in school. And so we, we saw the, 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 the line here of, hey, it's great to get vaccinated. You got all these perks if you get vaccinated to a hard mandate. And then the challenges. And now here we are with the CDC recommending it for young people and uh, some states uh, possibly going to make that a mandate for young people to go to school. Keep you posted on that story as it uh, continues to develop. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on WMAY. You notice that my uh, fingernails are pink? Well, it's because uh, I am still raising money for Real Men Wear Pink and uh, you can help me raise funds WMAY.com slash pink and uh, it's all to help out the American Cancer Society because one in eight people are going to be diagnosed with breast cancer cancer. It's devastating uh, and something that uh, we can help with. All right. Crucial research, crucial support. The American Cancer Society doing that helped me get four thousand dollars and uh, the pink from my nails will go to my hair. 
All right, so we're almost there. We've got about $1,500 more. I'm expecting a $500 match. Uh, so go donate today, WMAY.com slash pink. Thanks to Heartland Hearing. Better Hearing starts today for helping us out with this. Again, WMAY.com slash pink.